welcome to the Enhanced Living Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Kruger. I believe that we all have within us the power to be everything that we are meant to be and so much more. This show is a weekly dose of practical and spiritual principles, strategies, tips, and ideas to help you grow into the best version of yourself. Here's to becoming exactly who you were meant to become. I've been called a human Swiss army knife because I'm a TV host, inspirational speaker and coach, live event MC and DJ, certified yoga and Ayurveda teacher, functional fitness enthusiast, author, husband, and dad with a voracious appetite for knowledge. And I'll be sharing real talks with successful people from all walks of life, spiritual teachers and masters and experts in many different fields. I'll also share my own perspective that I've gained from over 20 years of diligent meditation and spiritual work so we can all experience enhanced living. Are you ready to evolve? Let's do this. Welcome back. So it's Friday, and truth be told, this was recorded last week. So I have no idea actually what's transpired in the week since I've recorded this and you're actually listening to it, but I have to be honest. Enhanced living is really all about living the best version of yourself and evolving to become the best version of who you are and trying to, let's say, get through whatever would be perceived as negative and get onto the other side and grow through to a positive perspective. And honestly, everything just kind of feels so chaotic in the world right now. And I I think more specifically in the United States on a deep level, like I always know that everything is working out. Everything is going to be okay. Everything is working itself out for the highest good of all concerned. So with everything that's going on, I know that it's necessary for these things to happen in order to affect change and to come out on the other side in a positive perspective, you know, but it's, it's, it's just kind of hard to stay focused when, when so much is going on. You know, as I'm recording this, basically most of the West Coast is on fire. The air quality is just not good. The virus is still far from under control here in the U.S. Politics is a complete and utter dumpster fire if you really look at it. And racial tensions are, you know, what they're basically at a level that feels like an all time high. And that's saying nothing about how non-racial minorities are being treated. Now, I just want to stop there for a second because this is not a doom and gloom episode at all. That's not what I'm about. As you know, if you've been listening for a while, then you know that that's not my perspective in any way, shape or form. I'm just saying, okay. This is what's happening in the world right now. No, it's not good. And and if you start to focus on the not good, you will think of more not good to focus on just the same way as if you focus on the good and there is still so much good, you will have more good to focus on. And I really do. I look for the positive as much as I can. I'll acknowledge stuff that's going on that I don't choose to experience for that matter, while also keeping an eye on the future of, of what's going to be and what's going to get better I don't like to dwell on chaos or negativity, and it's challenging, but I choose to be the light in the dark instead of adding to the darkness, and I know that you do as well. So now, what's the point of this post? Okay, so I recently posted in the Enhanced Living Group on Facebook, which, by the way, if you haven't joined yet, come and find us, come and join. It's a really, really, really uh, supportive group. Sharice and I add all sorts of just free content for for people to help themselves evolve. So it's it's really, really a great place. Come and join the group. And anyway, the point is, I posted a a, I posted a post. Of course, I posted a post. (laughs) I asked if you were granted the magic ability to change only one thing, what would it be if you could change one thing? And the answers, they ranged very widely. 
they included eliminating sickness and eliminating child trafficking and eliminating pain and suffering and illness and global warming. And honestly, I want to eliminate all of these things from the world. But what really struck me was the answers that didn't involve eliminating things, but were about adding things to society. One person wrote, people being able to see their similarities instead of their differences. Someone else wrote, equality for all, for the world to unite in peace. And my favorite one, of course, was for everyone to see all other people as simply human. No labels of race, color, gender, sexual preference, but to appreciate the unique and wonderful qualities of every other human. And that was a direct quote. And I I just that really stopped me because I first of all, that one specific comment got a lot of other comments that were added to it, which I thought was really, really cool. And it's really interesting because when you ask people the question, what would you change? Most people or not, I shouldn't say most, but a lot of the responses were all about coming together in unity, coming together in peace, having harmony, being accepted, loving each other for who we are. And 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 listen, maybe maybe this is me screaming into an echo chamber. Maybe the people that have joined Enhanced Living are just more open-minded and more open to being connected with one another. But I, I like to think that that's not the case. I really do believe that we all want that. We all want acceptance. We all want love. We all crave that. Now, my question is, why do we feel the need to label everything? Going back to the comment, which is that no labels of race, color, gender, sexual preference, but to appreciate the unique and wonderful qualities of every other human being. What's the point of defining something or someone and then relegating them to that definition forever? Why do we do that? I, I don't really have the answer, unfortunately. I mean, my best guess would be that we're taught to start labeling things from the time that we're born. That's mom, that's dad, that's food, that's bed, and so on and so forth. And you know, that's fire. That's dangerous. Don't touch fire because that's going to burn you. It helps us differentiate between safe and unsafe, essentially, right? It's a survival mechanism, I guess. It's built into our genes. We have to be able to know that, hey, that snake is, is it can bite you and you could die or that bear is going to eat you. So maybe don't go near it. And I think in those cases, it's great that we're able to differentiate and label things so that we may survive. But we've evolved as a society to a place where those existential threats aren't as severe. They're not really as much of a factor in everyday life. Nobody's running out into the savannah hunting for their dinner. You know, you're going to Costco or Ralph's or Trader Joe's or or Loblaws if you're in Canada. I don't know. It doesn't matter what store you're going to. The point is, is you're not going to go kill your food. You you go and, and pick it up in a package and pay for it. Ironically, of course, that I'm vegan and talking about how you hunt for food. But the point is, so you're not foraging for berries in the woods, okay? The fact of the matter is, is that we don't have those existential threats as much. And so I guess when things are familiar, sorry, I got off course here. (laughs) So when things are familiar, why we label things, right? So if something's familiar, then we deem it to be safe. And when it's different from us, then it's deemed as a possible threat, which, again, like I said, made sense to the cavemen version of us or cavewomen version of us. But I don't think that that's necessarily the case anymore. It shouldn't be the case. I think that we really kind of went wrong somewhere down the line. We were just taught wrong. And if you delve really deeply into anyone's psyche, I said this, you're going to find that we all have the same desire and need for love and acceptance. Everyone just wants to be loved and accepted, period. And it really virtually drives everything that we do. Anytime that you are putting on a show for someone in the sense that you're not trying to show them the real version of who you are, you're you're putting out who you think that they would accept because you want to be accepted. 
And it's, it's, it's honestly, it's, it's crazy because it causes us to hide parts of ourselves that, that we feel are radically different from other people. And we feel like we're going to be shunned or excommunicated if anyone finds out. But that's the most beautiful part of who you are is what makes you unique and different. And it's funny because I found, and actually through stand-up comedy, I found this of all things, the more personal that you get and the more quirky or or really just deep you go with who you are and how much you share that, the more relatable you actually become. We're all really more universally alike than we are different. And that's the truth. When I used to get on stage and tell jokes that I thought were relatable and funny, I did okay. But when I got super personal, that's when things really connected. When I really got into the nitty gritty of whatever little fears or quirks or idiosyncrasies that I had, that's when people just, they, it connected. Why do we laugh when, when we're at comedy shows? Why do you, I mean, granted, I know in, in this day and age, nobody's really going to comedy shows anymore, but you know, at the end of the day, what makes us laugh? If it's familiar, if it, if it hits a, if it strikes a nerve or strikes a chord with us, it's because it's something that we're thinking deep down inside, or it's something that we're feeling deep down inside. And when someone else calls attention to that, we laugh because of the surprise, like, Oh, wow. They, they know what I'm thinking. They know what I'm feeling. So I think that really we're so much more alike than we are different. Okay. So, so what am I getting at here? Really? I mean, I know I've been, I've been just kind of talking about this and what's, what's the point. And I think really the point that I'm trying to make here is that I really want people to try and stop seeing differences as a threat to them. If you're listening to this, help, help me educate others, pass this on to someone that needs to hear it. If someone's skin tone is different from yours, or they were born as a male but identify as female, or vice versa, or they love someone of the same sex or gender, or whatever the difference is, none of it matters. Like, none of it matters. They're still a living, breathing human being that is deserving of love and respect. And I think that we need to celebrate the differences. We, we need to celebrate what makes us different. Because, like I said, at, at the end of the day, we really are all the same. But the little quirks, the little idiosyncrasies, the little differences, that's what paints the whole canvas. You can't paint a canvas or paint a, a picture with the same colored paint. That's boring. Nobody wants to see a white painting. Nobody wants to see it. What's the point of it? You need to put depth and colors and, and all sorts of, of different dimensions to make it interesting. There's a reason why when you move into a home or an apartment and the walls are stark and bare, we adorn them with paintings and we, we maybe some people, well, I mean, wallpaper isn't really a thing, I don't think anymore, but we'll paint it different. And now people do a red wall and then a blue wall and then, and, and some just random color stuff. Why? Because they want to have that variety. And I believe that that variety is present in humanity and we should celebrate that humanity. Cause I, and I'll quote Groove Armada here, going back to like the late nineties. If everybody looked the same, we'd get tired of looking at each other. And truthfully, if everybody was the same, this world would be super dull. I mean, how boring would it be if every single human being was the same? So that's why I don't understand how anyone can chastise anyone else for any difference whatsoever. At the end of the day, if someone loves somebody let them love somebody. If someone feels a certain way or if a dude wants to wear a dress or if a, if a girl wants to wear what, who cares? Who cares? Let people be as they are. Celebrate the differences. Be a good human being. That's what we need. The world needs right now is for everyone to come together for the universal good of all, which is, look, we're all floating 
through space or zipping through space at like 47,000 kilometers an hour or something like that. I don't know what the speed of the Earth is, but we're literally literally rotating on this gigantic rock that's rotating or orbiting around the sun as everything is expanding in the universe. And we have this one home, this one planet that actually works for us. And we need to come together and celebrate each other and and make this world a better place for all of us. Because the truth is, we have nowhere else to go. So I guess the main message of today's segment, episode, whatever you want to call it, I just want to say show kindness and respect always to everyone. And just remember that we're all one human race. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Enhanced Living Podcast. If you enjoyed what you heard today, please share it with a friend. And if you haven't already, subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback, feel free to reach me directly at enhancedliving.net. Thanks for listening.